So, um, good afternoon. This is Judge Goldblatt. We are on the record in In Re Yellow Corporation et al., which is case number 23-11069. Um, we're proceeding uh, this afternoon by way of Zoom, so usual Zoom rules uh, apply. Um, Ms. Jones, let me pass the baton uh, to you. Thank you, Your Honor. Good afternoon. Uh, for the record, Laura Davis-Jones and Petrosky Spang, Zeal and Jones, on behalf of the Yellow Corporation and related debtors. First, Your Honor, let me thank you for your patience and your flexibility um, of us uh, setting what we're doing with hearings and uh, your agreement to let us do this hearing all by Zoom, and we truly appreciate that. Your Honor, you should have in front of you now as our third amended notice of agenda, the only change being on that, uh, that it would be a Zoom hearing. I'm sorry, I do, I do have that. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, and with that, Your Honor, I am going to yield to Ms. Smith. Okay, very well. So I think you may be muted. Sorry, can you hear me now, Your Honor? I can, you can proceed. Apologies about that. Um, Allison Smith, Kirkland and Alex, proposed counsel for the debtors. First, I wanted to just echo Ms. Jones' statements about the court's flexibility and patience through this process. Um, we know we've been a bit of a moving target, but the additional time did prove beneficial. We are proceeding today as a status conference and have been extremely busy over the past week since we were last before you. So if the court will indulge me, I would like to give a quick update of what's occurred in that week and, and kind of where we are today. Terrific. I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate that. So you, should, you can proceed. Great. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, as you are aware, we were before you on Friday where Mr. Nash gave the update of junior dip proposals having been received from both SB's Express Lines and our largest equity holder, MFM Partners. We were working through documentation on the terms of a dip junior to the D2 lenders. We had intended to submit an agreed order over the weekend or early this week. Um, but in another twist, late Friday afternoon, the debtors were informed that Citadel had actually bought out Apollo and Beal's positions in the B2 term loans and was also potentially interested in providing a dip. With our ABL lenders extending the use of our cash collateral through Saturday morning, uh, parties have been working around the clock, and I'm pleased to say that we believe we have reached consensus on the terms of a dip financing. And before giving a high-level overview of those terms, we are, in course, of course, in the process of documenting, and I'm, I'm sure I won't be preempting anything by saying that we understand all parties' rights are reserved while we do so, but um, again, think we have agreement in principle that is supported by the entire capital structure from top to bottom. The proposed dip will still provide $142 million in new money with the potential for additional incremental capital at a later date. Citadel, the new B2 lender, will provide $100 million in new money carry with the existing pre-petition B2 term loans. There is no longer a roll-up of any pre-petition debt. MFN will provide $42.5 million on the same junior basis we had previously discussed. That is coming in second on the B2 priority collateral, but junior to the rest of the secured uh, excuse me, the rest of the secured collateral. Each of MFN and Citadel will earn 4% in dip fees on the new money each is providing. MFN will earn interest at the rate of 15% per annum, and Citadel will earn interest at the same rate under the pre-petition B2 credit agreement. 
MFN will also provide, if needed, a delayed draw of $70 million on a completely junior basis, that is junior to all secured collateral, including ABLs and Treasury's positions on the B2 priority collateral, but at slightly higher economics. The adequate protection packages will stay largely, largely the same as what is on file under the original dip and cash collateral orders. And regarding the timeline, this new proposed dip includes a 180-day maturity, providing the flexibility for additional time to run a competitive sale process. Lastly, the proposed dip also, con also contains a stapled stocking horse bid of $1.3 billion with a 2% breakup fee provided by SD's Express Lines for all 166 of the debtor's real estate terminals. Um, we do intend to file a revised form of bidding procedures in order in the coming days incorporating this. And uh, of course, we, we do still intend to seek the highest or otherwise best offers for all of the debtor's assets, including the terminals, but are pleased that with the SD's bid in hand, nearly all of the pre-petition secured capital structure is covered by those contemplated proceeds. Uh, so it has been a very hard thought process, to say the least, but the terms and provisions of the proposed Citadel MFN dip and stocking horse bid request significant improvements and savings to the estates in comparison to the dip that was originally filed with these cases. Dip fees are reduced from 23 to 34% of new money um, down to 4%. This improvements, this, these improvements reflect potential savings of 27 to 43 million for the estate. Reduced interest rates reflect savings of approximately 300,000. The extension of maturity and, and certain milestones provide us with the greater flexibility to run a competitive and value maximizing process. The roll-up feature is, is gone. And of course, we have the SD stocking horse bid in hand for all 166 real estate properties. So as I mentioned at the outset, we are working to document all of this and will of course share with all interested parties, including the U.S. trustee who we have not yet had a chance to share with, so they have not yet had a chance to review and comment. Um, all of this came together within the last 24 hours or so, but would ask if amenable to the court that upon sign up from everybody, uh, we be permitted to submit the agreed order again under certification of counsel. Um, so I'll, oh, yes, go ahead. Go, no, go, I, I apologize. Um... No, I was, I was going to pause there anyway for any questions, or I'm sure there's going to be some hands raised to, yeah, to what, the statements otherwise. Why don't I hear from uh, parties that would like to be heard, uh, starting with Ms. Leamy. And Ms. Leamy, Thank you, Your you, Honor. You, Jane Leamy from the U.S. Trustee. Um, I haven't received the documents yet, um, and I trust that I'll receive those after the other parties have had a chance to review and sign off. I, I did want to make Your Honor aware, to the extent you're not already, that a creditor unsecured creditors committee was appointed yesterday afternoon and i understand that the committee is in the process of engaging counsel um so they may want to weigh in on this i understand it's an interim order but given that there is a committee now i think um you know it would be appropriate to consider that we should um let them have a voice with respect to this order before it's entered all right Thank well you. let's let's talk about the logistics of that um um so when do you anticipate the committee to have uh council selected it's my understanding that they are um i i don't have a date but i know that they are in discussions and have meetings today and tomorrow is my understanding okay and miss smith what what i guess i'm interested i should know this but apologies but what is the timing of a when you expect to submit an order and b the existing use of cash collateral 
Uh, we are hoping to put in an order as, as soon as this evening. Um, cash collateral expires at 12.01 a.m. Saturday morning. And, you know, the ADL lenders have been extremely um, reasonable to work with, but we, we do need funding in really by Monday. Um, okay, Your look. Honor, if I, go ahead, Ms. Lamy. I apologize. Your Honor, I, I, Brad Berliner is a member of one of the, is a member of the committee. His uh, organization, maybe and he has his hand raised, maybe he could speak further to the um, issue of when counsel will be retained by the committee. Okay, well, why don't, why don't I do that? Apologies for going out of order. I appreciate others others chimed in sooner, but just given the relevance, Mr. Berliner, uh, I'll give you a chance to be heard if, if you can address that question. Uh, good morning, Your Honor, uh, or good afternoon, Your Honor. Brad Berliner, I'm uh, in-house counsel for Central States Pension Fund. Central States is the chair of the creditors committee. We are meeting tomorrow and expect to have uh, creditors counsel selected then. Okay, um, so look, I guess um, here's what I propose. Um, um, Ms. Smith, if at the time you are you have an order and are circulating it to parties in interest, if you've heard from Mr. Berliner by then that um, the committee has chosen counsel, if you could include counsel in the circulation, um, and therefore if you file it under certification, you would be certifying that committee counsel has signed off. If the timing of the selection of counsel is such that it puts the debtor um, at risk of essentially uh, running out of access to cash, I don't think um, that would make sense. And so if the timing doesn't work, if you could indicate on the certification whether committee has seen or not, I, that, I'd be interested to know the answer to that question. But I don't think we ought to hold it up um, just in case there's a delay in connection with appointment of the committee. Obviously, this is an interim order, the kind of order that would typically be entered on the first day before there was a committee. And the entry of an interim order approving the dip would obviously be entirely without prejudice to all of the committee's rights um, in, uh, in connection with final approval at the second day. Ms. Leamy, does that, does proceeding in that manner um, address your concerns uh, satisfactorily? Yes, Your Honor. Thank you. Okay. Very well. Okay. So, um, Mr. Winston, I saw that um, your um, hand was up, so let me give you a chance to be heard. And, and I think that's Mr. Stratton who's got, it says Richard Riley, but if, I'm, if I've made a mistake, Sorry, apologies. We had a little computer problem, and I'm not Richard Riley, and he's very glad of that. Uh, I'll let Mr. Winston uh, go ahead, and then I'll, uh, I have just a few things to say. To okay, very well. So, uh, Mr. Winston. Uh, thank you, Your Honor. For the record, Eric Winston of Quinn Emanuel on behalf of MFN Partners. Um, I just want to uh, reiterate uh, what Ms. Smith said. It, this was a very hard-fought um, uh, and continuous negotiation over the last week. We we're very pleased that uh, we've reached uh, this consensus. You'll, you'll hopefully see the deal documents and, and forms of order very soon. Um, we're very pleased that this happened. Uh, very consistent with MFN's belief that value maximization requires, you know, a very robust process and more time. One of the things that you will see so that you're not surprised is that even though um, Citadel is putting in more dollars um, uh, initially, 
MFN is the dip lender with the dip lender consent rights with respect to the sale process. And we just want to make sure Your Honor understands that. Okay. Very well. I appreciate that. Mr. Stratton. Good afternoon, Your Honor. David Stratton of Whiteford, Taylor & Preston. We represent Estes Express Lines. I ask to address the court for two reasons. One, I want to thank Debtors Council and the other parties in the case for their efforts to get us in a position where we expect to be the stalking horse bidder for all of the debtors' real estate at a price, an initial bid of $1.3 billion. Second, as Your Honor might expect, there's a lot of work to be done to get from here to there. We're very, very optimistic we'll get there. But as the saying goes, we're not there yet, but we hope to be there very soon. And we're excited to play this role in the case. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Stratton. Is there any other party in interest that would like to be heard with respect to the overall status or any of the points that Ms. Smith has made? Okay. Seeing none, Ms. Smith, where to from here? Thank you, Your Honor. I think if it's okay with the court, we will just get back to work on finalizing this documentation so we are in a position to submit an agreed form of order as soon as possible. And we're supposed to do so, again, under certification of counsel. But do understand your point with the committee. Okay. So I appreciate that. So is there any other way in which the court can be helpful to the parties this afternoon? No, I think that's it for us, Your Honor. And, again, our thanks and gratitude. The court has obviously been immensely helpful this far. So, look, what I've done is nothing. You're working much harder on this than I am. So I'm happy to do my job, too. And do want to – look, I appreciate that this is a situation until everything is done, nothing is done. And so I want to not get in the way. But it does sound as if very good work is being done, and I appreciate all of the hard work of the professionals and their clients. So my thanks to all of you. And with that, we'll wait for an order to come across. And if something arises, you, of course, should not hesitate to reach out to Chambers. And with that, we're adjourned. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor.